Today's daf is Nedarim daf Nun Gimel. This is the last daf of the sixth parak of Mesachas Nedarim. The Mishnah is going to discuss if a person takes a neder from something that, uh, that uh, when a person takes a neder from something, there's a machlokas whether the toldos are called after that same thing, or are included in the neder or not. That which derives from the item. Let's say you take a neder from dates, so what about the honey that comes from those dates? Is that included? And similar types of uh, issues. Then the next Mishnah, in the middle of the page, is going to talk about if a person takes a nether from something, whether he's usher in things that are called by the same name as the original item, um, if it's not called by the name exactly, but it has a shame lavoy, it has a, uh, a secondary name. So, for example, a person takes a nether from yayin, what about yayin tapuchim, what we call apple cider, but they used to call it apple wine. So then, does that, uh, is that included in the nether as well? And the Gemara is going to discuss what's included in a nether when a person takes a nether from shemen, what kind of shemen are we talking about? We're we talking about shemen zayis. Is it shemen shum shemen? Shemen of, uh, of sesame seeds. And the Gemara is also going to talk about what's included in yurakos when a person takes another from yurakos, specifically during the shemitah year, and when it's not shemitah year. Which types of yurakos? The yurakos, the vegetables that grow in the field, or the vegetables that grow in gardens. So uh, that then on Amid Beis we're going to have a machlokas whether. Um, whether one is allowed to bring Yurakos from Chutzlaritz to Eretz Yisrael during Shemitah year, and that's going to impact what's included in the nether from Yurakos during Shemitah year. Then the last Mishnah of the parak discusses person takes a nether from an item, whether he's us or also in things that are similar to that item, meaning not that they're called the same thing like the Mishnah before it, nor like uh, the, something that, that emerges from the item like the first Mishnah we're going to do today, but rather whether it includes something that's similar to the item. And then the, the, the parak is going to conclude with a discussion about the difference between chita and chitin, and between gr- uh, gris and grisin. The, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, what, what the difference is between the singular and the plural, the lashon nedarim. So let us begin at the top, at the Mishnah. A person takes a nether from dates. He's allowed to have date honey. Misitvanios if a person takes a nether from sitvanios, which the Ryan explains, sitvanios anavim she'enam misbashlim, these are grapes that are not yet fully ripened, va'omdim b'yemei achoreth, and it's during the winter time, so these small, unripened grapes that normally produce vinegar, mutter b'chometz sitvanios. He's allowed to have the vinegar produced by these sitvanios, he's just not allowed to have these sitvanios themselves, which he probably wouldn't want to have anyway. Rabidra m'seira omer kol shashem toldasa kriya alav v'nodar emenu, Anytime you take a nether from something and the told of that which comes from it is still called by the original item, then you're not allowed to have that which emerges from it either. The and the say, yes, you are, you're allowed to have that which is, emerges from it as well. So the uh, couple of issues over here in the Mishnah. person takes a nether from Tamarim, he's allowed to have Tavash Tamarim. A group of Rishonim, the Rashva, the Ritva, the Ran, they all ask that previously we had a Machlokas of Yosin and the Chachamim. A person takes a nether from Chalav, whether he's Asr in the comb, in the way of the milk. So the Maskan of the Gemara is that when they call in a place where they call the comb, comb shall Chalav, so if a person takes a nether from Chalav, he's not allowed to have the way, because the way is called after the milk. So it should therefore come out that the din of Notim and Atmarim, he should be Asr with Tavash Tamarim, because we call it 
Tvash Tamarim. Wouldn't that be the same as being Nodermen a Chalav and then having Kom Shal Chalav? What's the difference? So the Tanakam of our Mishnah would turn out to be like neither opinion uh, in the previous Mishnah, because everyone agreed in the previous Mishnah that if you call it Kom Shal Chalav, then it's included in the Neder. So, uh, so how could the Tanakam say that Tvash Tamarim is not included in a Neder on Tamarim? So there are few answers offered by the Rishonim. The Rashba, quoted by the Ran over here, suggests the following, that there's a difference between Dvash and Kom, and that is that, uh, the, that both the Chachamim and Rabbi Yossi in the previous Mishnah would suggest that, uh, that, that, that uh, Kom is not so different from the actual milk itself. It's a psolus of the, of the chalav. It's like a byproduct of the milk itself, but it is milk. It's just like milk. And therefore, when you call it milk as well, everyone's going to agree that it's included in another from milk. So there's a reason, good reason to asser it together with milk when you take another from milk, as opposed to by dvash. It's a totally new entity. It's a brand new item that, uh, that is, that's entirely different than the original date. And therefore, since it's entirely different than the original date, it's a brand new item that didn't exist before you, when a person takes a neder from tamarim, he does not include tvash in the neder. Another distinction the Ran makes is that, uh, that when we call something kom shel chalav, why do we call it kom shel chalav? Why do we have to add those words shel chalav? Why not just call it Comb. Don't we know what whey means? Why do we have to call it the whey of milk? So he says the reason we do that is to describe its essence, to describe what it is. That whey, of course we know what whey means. Whey always comes from milk. But the, we're, we're, the, the reason we call it Kom Shel Chalaf is because Kom is milk. And that's why we include it in the name to say, yes, this is milk. But when we refer to Dvash Shel Tamarim as, as Dvash Shel Tamarim rather than Dvash, we're not defining its essence, we're just identifying it. Because there are two types of Dvash. There's Dvash Tavorim, there's bee honey, and there's date honey. And we would have thought that when we say Dvash that it means bee honey. That's why we call it Dvash Shel Tamarim. So when you take a nether from milk, you're taking a nether from anything whose essence is milk. Kom Shel Chalav, its essence is milk, and that's indicated by the fact that you call it's kom shel chalav. But when you take a nether from tamarim, you're not including uh, date honey because date honey is not, its essence is not dates. So the only reason we call it date honey is to be able to identify that we're not talking about bee honey. Another suggestion, the Taz and some Reish Yedzayin, Sifkat Yedzayin, suggests in the name of Maralmi Prague that comb, while it's, while it's still attached to the milk, is, is a liquid. And now that it's detached from the milk, it's also a liquid. So it didn't go through some major metamorphosis. As opposed to tamarim, dates themselves are a solid. The dvash that comes from tamarim, that's a liquid. So it went through a major change, and therefore it's less connected to the original item than the kom shel chalav is to the, uh, to the original item. We also had said that, um, yeah, so that's, that's one issue. The second uh, issue I wanted to, to uh, mention over here is that um, when, when uh, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, um, no, let's not go with that one, um, let's yeah, let's just go ahead. Let's just uh, go weiter in the... 
second. Is there something I wanted to say? Oh no, one one thing. Yeah, the uh, the post can discuss. We say no demar tamarim. Your mutter be devash tamarim. So devash tamarim is a byproduct of the tamar itself, of the date itself. Post can discuss. What if you have a uh, a, a fruit that you crush up? So, uh, but it still has the mamashos and the actual content of the fruit itself. What bracha would you then make on such a fruit? The taz in Orchaim Sim Reish Beis Sifkan Dalit writes that the bracha is bari priya eats and. One of his rayas is from our Mishnah. Because it says, tamarim, you're allowed to have Dvash Tamarim. So it sounds like, yeah, you're allowed to have Dvash Tamarim if you're no Tamarim, because Dvash Tamarim is not Tamarim. But you know what you're not allowed to have? You're not allowed to have crushed updates. Why not? Isn't crushed updates a totally new product? It's date sauce. It's not dates anymore. No, you see from there, the crushed updates is included in the original Shame Pre, and therefore by the Bracha as well. It should be a Bracha of Baripriya 8. That's what the Taz argues. And Therefore, if a person takes a nether from apples, so true, he makes apple juice, it's going to be shahakol uh, niyabidvaro, because apple juice may not be included in the nether for apples. But if he makes apple sauce, so that apple sauce will be included, because that's apples, that, that is the actual content of the apples. And therefore, says the Taz, when one eats apple sauce, the bracha should be barapriya eats. However, the Nahar Shalom quotes this Taz, and he says that maybe there's a big difference between nidaram and brachos, and we keep on coming back to this point. It's very difficult to bring rayos from Nidarim to other areas of Halacha, because by Nidarim it's We're always interested in just what the way people refer to things are, and not what they actually are. So, even though when a person takes a nedr from dates, he may be mutter bidvash tomorrow, but that doesn't mean that dvash tomorrow is not actually from a, uh, from, a, from a date, nor does it mean it may be, he may be usher in in, uh, crushed updates, that doesn't mean that crushed updates actually is a date. Lemaisa, the halacha, the bir halacha writes over there in Simon Reish Beis that if, uh, if it's crushed up entirely, it depends on the following. When you have applesauce, if you could see some chunks of apples, so then the bracha is still going to be ha'etz. But if it's totally pulverized to the point where it's mamish entirely a sauce, then everyone rejects the, uh, the taz and we make a bracha of shahakal. And the bir halacha says that he found the ra'ah in his chidushim on the riff writes this way as well, that if it's totally lost its tsura of an apple itself, then the bracha turns into a shahakal. Let's see the Gemara. Frak the Gemara. Chachamim hainu tanakama. Let's think about what happened in our Mishnah. In our Mishnah we said, person takes a nether from dates, he's allowed to have date honey. Takes a nether from sidvanios, he's allowed to have the vinegar of sidvanios. Then Rabbi Dibam said, no he's not. And Lucham said, yes he is. What's the difference between the Tanakama and the Chachamim? They both said, he's allowed to. They both said, he's mutter. What, what, what's the difference between those two shitos? Chachamim, hainu Tanakama. The Chachamim and the Tanakama seem to be saying the same thing. Says the Gemara, no. The difference between the Chachamim and the Tanakama is the following. Rabbi Shimon Elazar said the following rule. Anything that's normal to eat the item itself, and it's normal to eat the product of that item, like dates and date honey, then if a person takes a nether on the tamarim, he's not allowed to have the tamarim, nor the date honey. If a person takes a nether on date honey, he's not allowed to have date honey, nor dates themselves. But that's because it's normal to eat 
um, uh, it's normal, normal, normal to eat both the date and the date honey. However, when it comes to sitvanios, sitvanios are different. It's not normal to eat sitvanios. It's only normal to eat the product of sitvanios, the chomets of sitvanios. The sitvanios themselves are unripe and tiny wintertime grapes. They're awful. The only thing that's roy that you can get out of them is the chomets. So what's the status then by such nedarm? Kol When you have something like sitvanios, where it's not normal to eat it, but it's normal to eat the product of it, no derbo, ain't asr el mimenu. A person takes a nether in it, he's only asr to eat the product. He's not asr to eat the item that he took the nether on himself, itself. So it's amazing. The item itself they took the nether on, that's mutter. But the byproduct of it, the that which is produced from it, that he's, is included in the nether, he's not allowed to, not allowed to eat. Because this whole kavana was only for the yotze mimenu. So what exactly is the answer to our question? We said, seems to be saying the same thing. And then we said this very fascinating halacha of the difference between, uh, the, uh, that Rabbi Shim ben Elazar holds, that there's a difference between uh, uh, um, uh, tamarim and sidvanios, where dvash tamarim is the same as tamarim, but chomet sidvanios is different than sidvanios Sitvan, themselves. So the way the Ran explains it in the uh, third wide, fourth wide line is he says that the Tanakama holds whether it's dark or lechel, whether it's not dark or lechel, you're not allowed to eat it, nor are you allowed to eat the byproduct of it, because Tanakama didn't distinguish between Tamarim and Sidvanios and said that, um, uh, I'm sorry, Tanakama holds that, uh, that, that, that you're, allow- you're not allowed to eat it, but you are allowed to eat the byproduct of it and again, he didn't distinguish between Tamarim and Sidvanios. He said, if you take a nether from either one of them, you're not allowed to eat them. But that which comes from them, that which emerges from them, that you are allowed to eat. Rabbi Shimon Elazar holds that, no, we have to distinguish between that which is dark olechel and that which is uh, and, and, and that which is dark olechel and the, the item that emerges from it is also dark olechel where you're going to be usher in both when you take a nether from the original item versus that which, which the item itself is not dark olechel, like Sitvanios, but the item that emerges from it is dark olechel, like the Chometz Sitvanios. Because then the halacha is where you're, you're only going to be usher in that which is Yotzi Mimenu. And that's entirely different than the Tanakama. Because again, the Tanakama said that you're always going to be usher in the original item itself, and it's always going to be mutter in the Yotzi Mimenu. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, that we're quoting over here in this Brisa, says, no, the Yotzi Mimenu is always going to be usher. The product of it is always going to be usher. The item itself that depends. That sometimes will be aser, and sometimes will be will be mutter. Rabbi Yehuda ben Maseira in our Mishnah um, held the 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 the, 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 uh, the the shita after the Tanakama holds like Rabbi Shimon when it comes to darko lechol the darachayotzi men lechol that it's going to be aser to have both of them. But he disagrees when it's ain darko lechol and darachayotzi men lechol because Rabbi Yehuda ben Maseira doesn't make a difference between them, and he's still going to aser by sitvanios as well. Both the original product, and that which emerges from it. So the Rabbanan, at the end of the Mishnah, that are Chacham Matirim, that's Rabbi Shem ben Elazar. And therefore we do have three shitos in the Mishnah. What are the three shitos in the Mishnah? Shita number one is, whether you take a neder from Tamarim or Sitvanios, you're usher in the original item, not in the product of that item. Rabbi Dua Maseru says, also, whether you take a nether from Tamarim or Sitvanios, the Allah is going to be the same, but it's going to be that you're usher both in the item itself 
and the product of the item. The Chachamim Matirim at the end is the sheet of Rabbi Shimon Lazar that we distinguish between Tamarim and Sidvanios. You take a nether from Tamarim, you're Asr in both Tamarim and the product of Tamarim, but you take a nether from Sidvanios, you're Asr in the Chomet Sidvanios, but Matirim means in the original fruit itself, not at all like the Tanakama. It's entirely different than the Tanakama. Those are the three Shitos. The Ran writes, Le'inyan Halacha, Kaimulan Ketan we pass in like the Tanakama, that tomorrow and Sidvanios are the same, we don't distinguish between them, and you're only ushering the original item that you made the nether on, not on that which emerges from them. No Mishnah. person takes a nether from Yayin, he's allowed to have apple cider, even though it's called Yain Tapuchim, it's called Yayin. Minashemen, person takes a nether from Shemen, Mutter Bishemen he's allowed to have sesame oil even though it's called oil minadvash, person takes an from honey mutter bidvash tomorrow he's allowed to have Date honey, even though it's called honey. Minachometz takes a nether from vinegar. Mutter bechometz sidvanios. He's allowed to have uh, vinegar that comes from sidvanios, even though it's called vinegar. Minachrishin, a person takes a nether from leeks. Mutter bekaflutos. He's allowed to have kaflutos, which is apparently a certain type of leek, but it's not the most common type of leek. Minayerek, mutter biyurakos hasadr shuhu shem nivoy. If a person takes a nether from yerek, he's allowed to have from vegetables, he's allowed to have vegetables of the field, wild growing vegetables, because all these things have a shamely void. They're not called the original item, they're called the item plus, meaning we don't just call them shemen, we, we call it shemen shumshemen. We don't just call it dvash, we call it dvash tamarim. We don't just call it yayin, we call it yayin tapuchim. So whenever you need another word to help describe it, that means it's not the same thing as the original item that you were describing in your neder. Now the Rishonim writes, right, that when we say nodem and yayin is motor yayin tapuchim, so a group of Rishonim point, point out over here, the Ram and the Rash, but the Miri, the Ran, they all point out, yeah, Yen Tapuchen is going to be Mutter, but Yayin Mavushal, that's still going to be Yasser. If you have cooked wine, that's still 100% called wine. The Ran writes, the reason is that wine and cooked wine is still the same min. Bishal doesn't make it lose its name, so it's not the same as being noted from a Yerek, where you're allowed to have the Yerakos Hasada, which is an entirely different min of Yerakos, and the Shem Yerek is just a Shem Levoy, but really we're just describing that which is growing in the field, which is an entirely different Item. The Rosh, the Rashba, quote the Makrata Asu Yayin Mavushal based on Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi explains the reason for Biosi that when a person, from that we had previously, and when a person takes another from Chalav, that he's not allowed to have the way of the milk, is because shame Aviv Alav, that the, the name Kom Shel Chalav includes in it where it derives from. And Yerushalmi holds, based on that, the same is true with Yayin, that it's also Yayin Mavushal. You take another from Yayin be able to have Yain Mavushal because shame of Iv Allah. The, uh, the name of, its, of where it originates is on the product itself. It's called Yayin Mavushal. The Mi'iri brings a raya that if Yayin Mavushal would have been Mutter when a person takes an edit from Yayin, the Tana should have written that. That would have been a much bigger Chiddush than to say that Yain Tapuchin is Mutter when you take an edit from Yayin. So that's how the Mi'iri says, that's how we really know that Yain Tapuchin is in fact, um, is, is that, that Yayin Mavushal is in fact included in Nedarayin Yayin. However, in spite of the fact that all the Rishonim write this way, the Gran, the Yosef says that these are, that, 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 uh, uh, the Gran, some Rashi, Zion, Sikhon, Chav, Beis writes that according to the Rambam, 
According to the Rambam, it's a, you want, one takes another from Yayin, he's allowed to have Yayin Mavashal, because he holds that according to the Rishalmi, there's Machlokas Chachamim and Rabbi Yossi, not like the Babli that everyone agrees um, when it comes to Kom Shalchalav, and it's just a matter of this one had a minute in this place to call Kom, kom Shalchalav, and this one had a minute not to call Kom Shalchalav. No, the, the Yushalmi, there's a Machlokas, and they argue, and the same Machlokas would apply if a person takes another from Yayin, whether he's Mutter Yayin meaning just like they argue if you take another from Chalav, whether you're allowed to have Kom Shal Chalav, well the same Machlokas would apply if you take another from Yayin, whether you're allowed to have Yayin Mavushal. And the Halacha, since the Raman Paskins, a person who's Noder Mena Chalav is Mutter Bekom, so the same is going to be true, therefore if a person is Noder from Yayin, he's going to be Mutter Be Yayin Mavushal. That is the Shita of the Yerushalmi. So let us uh, continue from there. So says the Gemara. Tanya, a person takes the nether from Shemen, so if he took the nether in Eretz Yisrael, so then Shemen means a certain thing in Eretz Yisrael, it's mutter b'shemen shum shemen vas b'shemen zayis. In Eretz Yisrael, when you say Shemen, everyone assumes you mean Shemen zayis, and therefore, you're allowed to have sesame oil. But if a person takes the nether from Shemen in Bavel, asr b'shemen shum shemen, mutter b'shemen zayis. Then in Bavel, when you say stam Shemen, it always is assumed to mean sesame oil. And therefore, he's not allowed to have sesame oil but he is allowed to have olive oil but if you live in a place where people use both uh, sesame oil and olive oil then you're not allowed to have either one then it's asr both uh, with sesame oil and with olive oil now when uh, uh, how do we define exactly what exactly a shem levai is um, you know how to define whether something has a shem levai so um, it's it's clear that when the the the, uh, the, the Guinness Vradim writes that when the pasuk comes to uh, to teach us that a per- that mashkin that are machshir or fruit um, don't have a shem levai so Clearly, means a shame of void that's used in Eretz Yisrael, meaning there are Zion mashkin that are machshir fruit that make a fruit So let's say uh, you have chalav uh, is one of the mashkin that's machshir fruit to be makabel tuma. So what about kom shel chalav? Would that be included? Would that also be machshir? So that really depends on what you call it in Eretz Yisrael. It does not depend on what it's called in Chutz Eretz because uh, the, the halacha hachshel kabel tuma is entirely based on Eretz Yisrael, and it would be impossible if we had to check the entire world and see if there's a single place where that shame levoy is used differently, then it would just be ridiculous. It would be impossible to, to track it all down. Not only that, when the Torah is given, the Torah is given um, the, the, primarily to be observed, like the Ramban writes on Chumash in Eretz Yisrael, and then secondarily in the rest of the world. So he says that therefore we have to check Shem and Shum Shemin, does it have a shame levoy in Eretz Yisrael or not? In Eretz Yisrael, would that be called Shem and would, would that be referred to as Shem or not? And then you'd be able to know whether it's machshir lekabel or not machshir lekabel tuma. It's uh, and, and he says that's the Mishnah in our sugya. Someone's another man Hashem is multi b'shem shumshmin, and the Ran writes because in Eretz Yisrael they don't use shem and shumshmin; they only use shem and zayis. And the Gemara explains that there's a difference between Eretz Yisrael and uh, and, and chutzlar. So the Bryce is explaining the Mishnah that it's not that, that the Mishnah is not talking to bnei chutzlar. It's the reason the Mishnah assumes shem and means shem and zayis, not shem and shumshmin. It's because 
the Mishnah talking to B'nai Eretz Yisrael? That the time of the Mishnah is so simtivarav, assumes that we're always talking to B'nai Eretz Yisrael. It's not called Shemen Stan. Now, Chazon Nachum in Machshirin, he writes that from our Sugi, a person who's noted from Shemen, whether it's like Eretz Yisrael, is Mutav Shemen Shumashim, and Bavel, it's the opposite. He says, it's hard to say that by Heksher, you would go to Fiyamakom. Meaning, it's one thing to say by Nadarim, you go to Fiyamakom, you go based on what they call in that place. But by Heksher, you would imagine that there's a universal standard. And that, I think, is the more Pashan understanding. That there's got to be a universal standard when you're talking about but anyway, so says the Gemara, now we just had this price, that if a person takes an edit from Shemen, it depends where you live. And if it's a place where they use both kinds of oil, they use both olive oil and sesame oil, then you're, uh, you're not allowed to have either one of them. So, of course you're not allowed to have either one of them. You took another from oil, and in your place they call both olive oil and sesame oil, oil. So, says the Gemara, the finish of this price is, we're talking about a place where the majority of people get use one type of, the, of oil. So, I might have thought we should just follow the majority. That's why it has to teach us, no, we don't follow the majority. It's a Savik Iser, and therefore we go to Chumrah, and we're going to answer both of them because they use both of them, even though the majority is one of the, uh, one of the oils. Now, the couple of issues over here. The Lecha Mishnah raises the question that in Kola Tarukula, the Lecha is that we follow the Rov by, by Iser. So, why over here all of a sudden are we going to change the rules? And all of a sudden, we're not going to follow the rove. Dafka over here, where we're not going to go with the rove. So a few terutsim that are suggested. Rabbeinu Avram and Ahar suggest that in Nedarim, it's Stam Nedarim Lahachir. Person takes another Stam, and there's the Tzad L'Chumra. And Tzad L'Kula, we go L'Chumra. So over here, both Stadim are L'Chumra, and therefore, we follow both of the of the Stadim. Lechem Mishnah suggests, and other Achorim suggests, that the rule that we go Basa the rove is not okay at all over here. I mean, this is not a normal rove. Normally, what's the din of going basa rove? You find a piece of meat, and uh, there were nine stores that sell kosher meat, one store that sells non-kosher meat. So you go basa rove, because that came from the kosher store, uh, from one of the nine kosher stores. That's because the rove and the meat are contradictory to each other. If you go basa the meat, that means you're not going basa rove. And if you go basa rove, it means you're not going basa the meat. Over here, the rove and the meat are not mutually exclusive. Meaning, when you took a nether from Shemen, just because we say you're Asr Shemen Zayis, it doesn't mean that Shemen Shumshemen are automatically mutter, and vice versa. And therefore, the rove and the meat don't work against each other, so there's nothing wrong with saying that we follow the rove and the miyut, and they're both going to be asr, they're both going to be included in the nether. A very logical terence of the, uh, the Lecha Mishnah. The Zarushal Avram suggests that nedarim are because the nether could only be for a certain amount of time, then a person could be shol on his nether, and by matirin, we don't follow the rove. Something that eventually is going to become mutter, we don't follow the rove. The Beis Yosef in Simreish Chaz offers a fourth answer. He says by nedarim we do follow the rove, like we find Paskin and Shulchan Aruch in Simreish as well, but by Shemin, we're talking about where everybody uses both types of Shemin, meaning it's not that rove of the people in this town use Shemin Zayis, and some of the people use Shemin Shemin. No, 
Everybody uses both. When we say that it's rove use one type, it means that of all the times that I use oil, 80% of the time I use olive oil. 20% of the time I use sesame oil. But everybody uses both oils. And therefore it's all included when it's not going to be a typical rove. That is how the Beis Yosef is metarates. But anyway, the Gemara's conclusion is, Safek Yisura L'Chumra. The Rambam writes that if a person eats from the miyut, um, even though the Gemara's conclusion is that it's Asr, he's not going to get Malkus for it. Because the, the, the Chidusha Ben Avram and Ahar writes that Midar Reis of the Din is that we would follow the rove. When the Gemara says that I might have thought that we follow the rove, and therefore only the oil that you mostly use is going to be Asr, Kamash Milan, that Safek Yisura L'Chumra, it's telling me that what I might have thought, that's really the Dindar Reisa. Is only a din it's only asur mi safek, and therefore you wouldn't get malchus on sveikos. And the, the, the way to explain this is based on the Shita Sarambam, Savita Raisa Lukhumra is only a din midrabanan. So you don't you wouldn't get malchus midar raisa when the reason you're saying something is asr is based on Safikta Raisa Lukhumra. That's one way that they explain this comment of Rabbi, of, 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 of the Rambam that you don't get uh, get malchus. Because the whole thing is only based on Savita Raisa Lechumra, and Savita Raisa Lechumra, according to the Rambam, is itself only a din de Rabbanan. Okay, Vaitu in the Gemara. Hanodimina Yarek, a person takes a nether from vegetables, so Bishash Neshvua, if it's not a Shemitah year, Asrib Yerakas Hagino, Mutub Yerakas Hasada. Then what he means by Yarek is garden vegetables, and that's what it's included in his nether. But the Yerakas that grow wildly in the fields is not included in his nether. Shulchan Aruch the Mechaber writes that it's a minag that when someone dies that we pour out all the water, all the drawn water in the entire neighborhood of the uh, mace. And the reason for the minag is because the Malach HaMaves is, uh, puts uh, tipas dam HaMaves in all the water in the neighborhood. And also it's a way of making a public uh, declaration that someone died in the neighborhood without having to tell people that someone died because the Gemara has a drasha motzi diba huksil. Someone who spreads bad news is a fool. So we don't want to spread bad news. So we sort of do things to spread the news rather than actually say the bad news. Those are the two reasons why we pour out, why the minute was to pour out the water in the neighborhood. So the machlokas, there's a discussion in the postkim. Do you have to pour out like seltzer and soda in the neighborhood, or only uh, it's only a din in uh, in regular water? So the chuvas evin yukara madurutinyan esim lamedalid. He proves from the our gemara. Our gemara says someone takes a neder from from vegetables. He's allowed to have yarakasada because they have a shame. Even though Yerakas Hasada definitely are vegetables, but since you don't normally call them just vegetables, you call them Yerakas Hasada, that's why they're not included in the nether. So he says, so when Chazal made a takan to pour out the water in the neighborhood of a dead of a dead person, it's not they didn't say May soda, they said Mayim. I may soda is also water. It is in fact water. Yeah, but it's called something else as a shame of and therefore it's not included. And again, these are funny rayas to bring, because by Nidharim we're always holchanachar, lashon b'nei adam. Hard to say that we're going to be holchanachar, lashon b'nei adam when it comes to uh, when, when it comes to um, things that are uh, that, that are not Nidharim, that are other areas of, of halacha. Aside from that, the, uh, the, 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 the thing with pouring out the water may be an entirely different din anyway. They say in the name of Rosham Zalman Orbach, and in the name of the Sabah Mikalim, and other great uh, gedolim that whenever you're dealing with a davar skuli, whenever you're dealing with something that's a skula, that's uh, spiritual, it's metaphysical, and Chazal made a takana, the davar skuli, we always follow exactly what they said and are never.
never mosif, even a little bit, even if it's logical to be mosif. Because the whole thing's not based on logic. The whole thing is based on something that we, that, that we don't understand. It's a metaphysical reality. So then we always follow just exactly what they said. So if they said to pour out the mayim, because there's the tipa of maves, that the malacha maves put in the water, we don't know what that means, and therefore all we pour out is water, nothing else. We, now we have faucets or whatever, so when there's no water to pour out, we don't do this minag anymore, but that was the minag. It's Korim Shulchan Aruch. Anyway, so a person takes a nether during the non shemitah years, it's, uh, from vegetables, it includes garden vegetables only. But if he takes a nether during shemitah year, then it includes only field vegetables, not garden vegetables. That this is only true that when a person takes a nether from, from vegetables during the Shemitah year, that which we said that it only includes wild vegetables and not garden vegetables, that's only if they're, if they're not importing garden vegetables from Chutzlar. So probably what he meant by vegetables is those vegetables that are available to him during Shemitah, which is only wild vegetables. But if it's a place where they import regular garden vegetables from Chutzlar, it's Teretz Yisrael, then those garden vegetables, and therefore that's available on the market as well, so therefore that's, that must have been included in his nether as well, and it's also going to be Asir. Says the Mark it's in fact whether one is allowed to import vegetables from Chutzlar, it's Ein Mavin Yerkman Chutzlar, it's Laaretz, Tanakama says one is not allowed to bring in vegetables from Chutzlar, it's Teretz Yisrael, Rabbi Hananya ben Gamliel Omer, Mavin Yerkman Chutzlar, it's Laaretz, Rabbi Hananya ben Gamliel says, yes, you are allowed to. My time to why would anyone say that there's a problem with bringing uh, vegetables from because of the dirt that's attached to the vegetables and we're afraid these clods of earth have tumas Eretz Ha'amim, they have tuma of Chutzlaretz and we don't want to bring that tuma into Eretz Yisrael what is tumas Gush the Rishadim writes write that it's a gzeira that Chav made that tuma in any place where, where Ovdik Chavim lived has a din of tumas Eretz Ha'amim the reason they made such the Rambam writes, since the Gayim were not so careful about uh, burying their dead in clearly marked graves, they bury them anywhere. So wherever there's a clot of earth, anywhere in Chutzlaretz, we have to be choshesh, that there might be an etzim kisaora, there might be a little piece of bone from a dead body in that clot of earth, and therefore there were gozer tuma on every clot of earth from Chutzlaretz. So that's the tuma of Eretzam. says other reasons for the gzeira, such as as Chazal didn't want us to leave Eretz Yisrael. So one way of discouraging us from leaving Eretz Yisrael is by telling us that as soon as you go to Chutzar, you're going to be Tameh. Or maybe because the Meisei Mabul didn't get Kavura. All the people that were killed in the Mabul, their bodies were thrown all over the place, and therefore they could be anywhere, but they weren't in the Mabul, wasn't in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore we don't have to worry about them in Eretz Yisrael. Or maybe most of the Jewish people that were killed in Chutzlar, it's, were not uh, we were not permitted to bury because the the Gaim, uh, committed all these murders and therefore they were they, they were gozer unto Masaret Amim. Now Gemara in Shabbos Tzav and Beis points out that uh, there were actually three stages to the Takana of Tumasaret Amim. Originally Yosi ben Yehazarish Sveda and Yosi ben Yochanan Ishi Rishalayim were gozer on the Gush uh, Tumas Safik that uh, if a person touched Truma, you couldn't, uh, if a person touched the, the, the Gush, Eretz I'm sorry, if the Gush, Eretz touched Truma, you wouldn't be able to eat 
eat that truma, but you also can't burn the truma. It's not truma tamei b'vadai that you'd be allowed to burn. That was the original takana. Then, 80 years before the Chorban Abayas, there were gozer on the avir of Eretz Ha'amim, even on the air of Eretz Ha'amim, even if you don't touch the ground itself, it, nevertheless, it's going to be metamei misafek. And then, several years after the Chorban, when Bezin went to where, where Nigla to Usha, there were gozer on the gush of tumma So it started with tumma safek on the ground, then tumma safek on the air as well, then Tumas Vadai on the ground. So the Mefarish over here writes that, uh, that, that when we say that the Gush has Tuma, it's Tame Mishum Safek Meis. So what does he mean? Does he mean that it's Metami Ba'oel like a Meis, and even if you're Mal Biyado over the Gush Eretz Ha'amim, it's Metami Ba'oel? So Rashi writes that the Gush that comes from Chutzar Tzal is Metami Ba'oel. Tosfos in Sanhedrin Dafid Bezam and Aleph, where that Rashi is written, says that we learn in all those that Eretz Ha'akum is Metami only B'magam Masa, not in Ovel. So Tosa disagrees. Tosa says that Gush that comes from Eretz Akum is Metami only B'magam Masa, not B'Ovel. And that's what the Rambam holds in Hilchus Tumas Meis, Perek Beis, Halacha Tezayin. That it's Metami Magam Masa and not B'Ovel. What's the Svarah? Why would it be Metami Magam Masa and not B'Ovel? Because if the whole reason we're Metami the land of Eretz Akum is because there might be an Etzim Kisaora on any part of the land somewhere, there might be a little piece of bone. Well, bone and Etzim Kisaora is not Metami B'Ovel. It's only Metami B'Maga Umasa. Last mission in the parak. Minakruv, person takes another from cabbage, also be ispagrus, be ispargus. He's also in ispargus. Min ispargus, muta bekruv. Minagrisin, person takes another from grisin, also be mikveh. He's now out of the mikveh, which is a porridge. Rabbiosi mater, Rabbiosi says that's mutter. Min a mikveh, but he takes another from mikveh, muta bekrisin. He's allowed to have grisin themselves, the original ingredients. Min a mikveh, also beshum. Even though garlic is also put in the mikveh, if a person takes another from the mikveh, from the porridge, he's not allowed to have garlic. Rabbiosi mater, Rabbiosi says that it's mutter. If he takes another from the garlic, he's allowed to have the mikvah. Mina adashim, asr ba'ashishim. person takes another from adashim, he's not allowed to have ashishim. Rabbi Yossi Matar says it's mutter. Mina ashishim, mutter ba'adashim. He takes another from ashishim, he's allowed to have adashim, he's allowed to have lentils. Chita chitin shani tohim. person takes another on wheat and wheats. Asr behen ben kemach ben pas. He's not allowed to eat wheat, whether it's in the flour form or whether it's already baked as bread. Gris grisin shani if he says bean beans that I won't eat, then he's not allowed to have them raw or cooked. That if Rabbi Yudah says a person takes a nether, konum, that gris or chita that he's not going to eat, he's allowed to chew them raw. If a person says that chita shani toim, take a nether on chita that I taste, he's not allowed to bake it, but he's allowed to chew it. So the Rishonim right over here, it doesn't mean that he's not allowed to bake it, it means that he's not allowed to eat it baked, meaning that, uh, that that's included in the nether to eat it in its baked form. Chitim shani toim, if he says it in plural, chitim shani toim, He's allowed to eat it baked, he's just not allowed to chew it. If he says both, then it's both included in the uh, nether, both to chew it and to eat it baked. A person says, I'm not going to taste gris. He's not allowed to eat cooked gris, but he's allowed to chew on raw gris. If he says grisin, it means the opposite. Gris grisin, if he says both gris grisim, then they're both going to be asr. That's what the uh, the run over here points out. Chita shani toim is also 
levels because pas is called chita. Bread is called chita. Um, uh, because why is it called in the singular? Because it's a single unit. When you bake a bread, it's a single unit. But when you're having little kernels of wheat, then each kernel is independent. So that's why you would call it chitim. So when it's brought together as a single item, then we call it, uh, then we call it in the singular form. But when it's still a whole bunch of different items, we leave it in the plural form. Hadrulach and Nodar and Amavushal Tomorrow we will pick up Daf Nun Dalid of Mesachas Nedarin.